This is Instant Game Reaction, an immediate look back at the Colts' latest game. And trying to make an adjustment on the ball is Michael Pippen. He catches it, and he rumbles across the goal line. Touchdown, a 42-yard strike. Want to air it out downfield, down the far sideline, looking for Zay Jones, and it's intercepted by the Colts. Isaiah Rogers on the return. Gives off to Taylor. He's in. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. Jonathan Taylor. Here's your host, J.J. Stankovitz from Colts.com. What's up, everyone? Welcome into the final edition of Colts Instant Reaction for the 2022 season here on the Colts Audio Network. Every week this season, I have been joined by Colts Ring of Honor member Bill Brooks to break down the Colts' latest game. We have hit the end, Bill. The Colts lose 32-21 to the Houston, 32-31, to 31, excuse me, to the Houston Texans on Sunday at Lucas Oil Stadium. They finish the season 4-12-1. They will have the fourth overall pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. But, Bill, in that locker room after the game, no one cared where the draft position was. Um, It was a lot of guys who were frustrated, a lot of guys who felt like at the end of the season, they they just wanted to get a win to get out of there. And like in in a lot of games this year, Bill, they just came up a play or two short, Um, whether it was on offense, whether it was on defense, special teams. The Colts came up short once again, and they finished the season on a seven-game losing streak. Yeah, it just seemed like this game was just a microcosm of the whole season for the Colts. You know, they came up short at the end, unfortunately, and couldn't uh, hold on to the lead. Uh, this game, they had a lead for a little bit there, and you know, couldn't make the plays down the end to to seal the game. And you know, it was unfortunate because there are some good things that happened today in the football game. It would have been nice to see the Colts uh, end the season on a good note winning a football game and kind of going into the off season, you know, with a little, little bit of momentum, I should say a little bit of upbeat attitude in, in regards to uh, if you won this game, but unfortunately um, didn't end the season the way they wanted to didn't the whole season didn't go the way they wanted it to go. Um, unfortunately. And today they came up short uh, once again, against the Houston Texans. So, as we get into this podcast, Bill, I do want to highlight a couple of positive individual performances from this game. Um, but ultimately, the Colts have three turnovers. Um, Dallas Flowers loses a fumble on a kickoff that looked like it was forced by his own teammate. Uh, yes. It looked like it looked like Cameron McGrone knocked the ball out of his hands on a kickoff early in the game. Yes, Sam Ellinger throws two interceptions. Looked like he was trying to make too much happen on both of those plays. Um, really spectacular play by Jonathan Grenard, the Texans defensive end, who picked off one of those passes, ran it back for a pick six. Uh, but three turnovers. And then again, just, you know, you you go 413 on third down and just not making those plays at the end of the game. And specifically, you get a fourth and 20 and Davis Mills gets flushed out. He just kind of throws the ball up. Really a Hail Mary. And Rodney Thomas, the second, the ball just goes over his hands when that ball was in the air, I I thought there was no way he wasn't going to come down with it for an interception, let alone even break it up. Um, Goes in the hands of Jordan Akins. Houston then goes for two. They convert it, and that's enough to win them the game. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, You know, the the interceptions that happened, I'm sure. Sam, if he could take those plays back, he would definitely take those plays back to the one that he had, uh, had his legs. The guy had him in his grasp. Yeah. Um, on leg and he was trying to hit the Deion Jackson down there and it and unfortunately I got picked off you know I'm sure he would love to just say take the sack and and, and go to the next play because I think it was first down if I'm not mistaken so mm-hmm. 
unfortunately that happened. And then the other one, I was holding the ball, holding the ball, holding the ball, kind of waiting for someone to come open. And then the guy, the defensive player made a nice play, just got his hands on the ball as, as Sam was releasing the ball and got tipped and got picked off again. So unfortunately those things happen in, in the game. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure Sam would love to have those two plays back that he can get back and, and kind of do something a little bit different. But uh, unfortunately, as you said, you know, the, the mistakes uh, eventually catches up with you and unfortunate turnovers, they hurt you. And, uh, you know, the, and then, of course, the fumble on the kickoff, um, that was very unfortunate. And, you know, Dallas Flowers hasn't done that uh, this season much at all, or, or if at any. And um, when that happens, it just it just just start off bad right there. Yep. And um, unfortunate. Uh, the Colts couldn't come back from those things and close out the game. I mean, they came back and got the lead, but unfortunately couldn't close out the game. So I do want to talk about some positives, like I mentioned, Bill, because there, I think there were some individual things that we should highlight. The first being yes. Zaire Franklin setting a new <laughs> franchise record with 166 tackles. And Bill, it was kind of touch and go there because Zaire was tied with Shaquille Leonard, his record of 163. He was tied with it in the second half. And then Zaire hurts his ankle and he's down looking, you know, trainers are looking at him and I'm up there in the PA booth going, oh, don't, oh my God, I'm just like groaning because I know how much this means to Zaire. I know how much this season has meant to Zaire and the the possibility that he was going to go out without having set that record, um, that that was going to be tough, but he credit to him. He got some treatment. He didn't even go into the injury tent. He just went right to the bench. Looks like they taped him up a little bit. And then he got back out there. He got the tackles he needed to set the record. And uh, so much respect for Zaire Franklin for the way that he has played this season, Bill, because in the middle of a season, this season has gone completely off the rails. It's not the way anyone expected it to go. No. Zaire Franklin has given it every single ounce that he has had, every single snap he has played. And you talk about a guy who was a seventh round pick, who was a special teamer and afterthought you know, to most people on this roster to come through when Shaquille Leonard misses most of this season, almost all of this season. And Zaire Franklin takes that role as the Mike linebacker and sets a franchise record. Just so much respect for Zaire and the season he has had again, individually, this has been a fantastic season in the midst of a season that has not gone the way the Colts wanted. So happy for Zaire, uh, the way he played the whole season. I mean, from day one, He's been giving it his all, uh, giving 100% out there in the football field, leaving it out there on the football field, playing, hustling, no matter what the score is, no matter what the situation is, no matter what the record is. He was going out there every day, giving it his all, being a true professional. And not just a professional on the football field, but also uh, in the locker room, uh, you know, a- answering questions, uh, tough questions, questions he probably did not want to answer, but mm-hmm. being that leader on the team and say, Hey, look, you know what, when things are going well, we talk. And when things are going bad, I'm going to talk as well. So, um, so happy for the young man, as far as the way he played, I'm sure I know the season didn't go anywhere close to what he was looking for. Um, so I feel for him in that way, but you know what, what can you say about his play and not just his play, but his leadership in that yeah. locker room on the football team and what he did this year, as far as setting that record, it says a lot about the young man. He's, as you said, seventh round pick, played specially, uh, mostly special teams uh, when he first got here and was good on special teams. 
and he got an opportunity to play and he showed them what he can do on a football field as far as from a uh, linebacker position. And he's played just tremendously all year, all long, all, all, all year long. And it's just done a good job. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for the young man. I'm happy the way he played. I'm happy for his leadership and, you know, going forward, you know, the Colts can build on that someone that they can look to, to be the leader in the locker room and on the football field. Yeah. I mean, and, and after the game bill, he was in the locker room. He was going around to every single player on that team and talking to them. He's giving them some words of respect, encouragement, perspective, um, looking like a leader. And, and that's yeah. who he is. That's who he's been all year. Uh, he went up to Rodney Thomas, a second who, uh, you know, was really hard on himself after the game for not making that play. And he told him, Hey, you're the right man in the right situation. Don't let this get you down. You are still a great player and you're going to be a great player for this team for a long time. Um, Colts are lucky to have a guy like Zaire Franklin on their team. That is, that is absolutely for sure. By far, by uh, far. They are, they are very lucky. Another guy to highlight in this game. How about Zach Moss? Uh, <laughs> 18 carries 114 yards and a touchdown he rushes for a long of 34 yards that touchdown bill yes unbelievable run he gets contacted one yard behind the line of scrimmage the colts have it on the 15 yard line he gets hit at the 16 yard line and rumbles his way in this dude bill he keeps his feet moving he's got a low center of gravity but you know what he can do too? He's not just an, you know, between the tackles thumper. He can bounce it outside and he's got some burst to him. The Colts absolutely found themselves a player in Zach Moss in acquiring him from the Buffalo Bills in the Naheem Hines trade in November. Uh, they absolutely got a player in Zach Moss. He's going to be on the team next year. He, he is under contract. He's a great blocker in pass protection. And what we've seen from him as a running back over these last three games really encouraging as kind of maybe a, a potential number two next year when Jonathan Taylor comes back. Exactly. I was thinking the same thing, uh, JJ, you know, you look at the run he had for that touchdown, no disrespect to anyone else and no disrespect to the off the line, but Zach Moss did that primarily by himself. I mean, yeah, he, he, was, he, he was running hard, carrying people with him. He, he, he was not going to be denied to get to that end zone. And I love the run he had. He had a run earlier where he broke it out to the side, and he stiffed on one one of the um, Houston Texans defenders right in his face and pushed him down to the ground. So I, I like the way the young man runs. He runs hard. He runs physical. Uh, he tries to get his shoulders square to the line of scrimmage once he gets up there. And he's ready to punish people. And he does not mind running over people to get that extra yard. Uh, he can run outside, run around you. I like the way he ran today. He ran hard. He, he ran like he had something to prove to somebody. And mm -hmm. you know what? He ran hard. I know he was a teammate of DeMars, and I'm sure that yeah. might have something to do with it as well, um, going out there running hard and playing hard and, and playing well. And give the young man credit. I'm I'm, I'm so happy for him as well, uh, how he played today. And, you know, like you said, there's a, there's some good things you can take from some the play of some of these players, how they played uh, this game against the Houston Texans. And I'm just happy for the way he played. Unfortunately, it wasn't good enough for the team to win. And by the way, the, the guy who the Colts traded uh, to the Buffalo Bills, Nike Hines, <laughs> how about the game he had today, Bill? No, I mean, two, two kickoff return touchdowns. Unbelievable. Yeah. 101 in what, 96, I think it was? I mean, and the the first play of the game. Yes. The first, I mean, that 
you can't like you can't tell me you're you weren't watching that and getting goosebumps or you know feeling some sort of way because that was incredible for the Bills to take the opening kickoff back for a touchdown and Naheem yes. Hines the one doing it. Unbelievable. Um, one one other guy in offense, Bill. I I didn't mention him when we kind of ran down the show, but I do want to give a shout out to Paris Campbell. Yeah, he played sixty six of seventy two snaps in this game. So not only did Paris Campbell play in all seventeen games, he played. I believe when we get to the end of the year, I believe he's going to have played the most snaps of any skill position player on this team. And for that to be the story of Paris Campbell's 2022 season as, as the lead item, just so, so much respect and and appreciation for Paris because he knew that he had the label is injury prone, but none of those injuries were his fault. It wasn't like he was constantly getting, Oh, he got a pulled calf this week, or he's got a you know hamstring. tight hamstring, like stuff that happens that you know sometimes happens when you don't take care of your body. I mean, for Paris Campbell to put up the the amount of just to to show the kind of durability he did this year is a testament to the work that he's put in and has put in since he got in the NFL. But now he got a chance to show it, and he finishes the year with over sixty catches, over six hundred yards. Um, you know, he ripped off a twenty six yard run today. Just a, a really, really good season for Paris Campbell. I'm personally really happy for him. A guy I've really come to appreciate talking to in his perspective in that locker room. And he will be an unrestricted free agent after this year. But one thing that's not going to show up on the the whatever report, whatever team that signs Paris Campbell, whether that's the Colts or somewhere else, one thing that's not going to show up is can he stay healthy? Because you know what, Bill? He stayed healthy this year. Stayed healthy this whole year and nothing is not going to show up is probably maybe his uh his heart and his mm-hmm. toughness because for a young man to go through the injuries he went through um early in his career and then not be able to play during those seasons and then coming back this year and having what people call label as injury prone um and play all 17 weeks and have this type of production that says a lot about the young man that mm-hmm. says a lot about him physically being ready to play and it says more about him mentally how tough he was to overcome all that, to continue to rehab and get better and get ready for this season. And then during the season to stay healthy and play and play at the level he played at uh, this year. So give that man a lot of credit. Um, You know, he played well, had some tough catches, made some big catches, had a nice run. And the young man has talent. He has talent to play in this national, in the national football league. So um, we don't know what's going to happen with free agency. Um, you know, it's hard to predict that, but you know what? He did well for himself this year by playing the whole year and being productive. And I, I wish him the best. One other guy, uh, before we get to the last guy, but just one other guy I did want to give a shout out to is DeForest Buckner. Uh, <laughs> he had th- three quarterback hits and two TFLs today. I mean, DeForest Buckner has been playing with like a bionic brace on his elbow all season. He could, I don't think anyone would have faulted him if he just kind of packed it in and said, ah, you know, maybe I'll take the last couple of games of the season off. And, you know, you're in your late twenties playing in the trenches as a grind. He didn't do that. DeForest Buckner, not only kept playing, he kept playing at a high level all season long. And again, in the midst of a season where you're four, 12 and one and buck after the game, he, he was pissed. He was not happy that they lost. He's not happy at the season. And, you know, some people, some reporters in there, you know, justifiably so are starting, you know, hey, what do you take away from the season? And he was sort of like, I'm pissed that we lost. I'm pissed that we had a losing record, you know? And he he has been such a pro all year long. 
he absolutely deserves some some flowers right now because he for him to put the put up the season he has and play at the level he has this year when a lot of things around him have kind of crumbled is a testament to the person and player that DeForest Buckner is. Yeah, you know, and everyone has a lot of uh, high expectations for for Buck, and they want him to play well, and they look forward to him to play well, and they they kind of depend on him to play well. And he's met those expectations. He does it day in and day out. Uh, how he practices, how he prepares, and also definitely how he plays the game. I mean, and, and that's what a leader does, and he does that. And he is very upset in regards to the outcome of the season. Um, you know, expectations going into the season were very high, and. Of course, they didn't meet those expectations. And then, of course, losing the last game of the season, going into the offseason, not happy with that. So, yeah, he, he is upset about the season. And you know what? He he, he should be as far as a team uh, being upset about the season, not going the way they want to go. But, you know, for Buck himself, man, they, they gave everything. You know, he could have, like you said, he could have packed it in a lot earlier uh, then people are probably, uh, you know, then, then this game and he didn't pack it in this game, but he could have packed it in early in the season and just said, Hey, you know what? My arm is bothering me. I'm not going to play, but he didn't do that. He got the brace played and just bowed through it week in and week out and, you know, played through the end of the season to help this team win. And you know what? That says a lot about Buck as far as a leader and a man that loves this game. Last guy to talk about here who I do want to highlight is Rodney Thomas II. Uh, the interception he had in the second half where he goes and, and he celebrates uh, honoring his friend DeMar Hamlin, um, really special moment, a, a really, really cool moment. Rodney Thomas finishes the season with four interceptions. That leads the Colts. Rodney Thomas was the number 239 overall pick in the 2022 NFL draft. The season he has had has been nothing short of remarkable it's a credit to him. It's a credit to his coaches. It's a credit to the Colts' front office and their their scouting staff. I believe it was Chad Henry who scouted him, if I'm not mistaken, um, for finding him and for drafting him and developing him. But Roddy Thomas, the second end of the season on a, a, a sour note, um, you know, he didn't he didn't make that play at the end of the game. And after the game, you know, I went up to him and and I, I was kind of I wanted to write you know a little bit about how he he honored DeMar Hamlin and he he wasn't having any of it. He was still really, really frustrated with himself that he didn't make that play. And I get it. I mean, the guy's a competitor. Uh, yes. Yes. I hope that I hope in the, in the coming days when the sting of this loss wears off that Rodney Thomas is reminded that he had an awesome season for the Colts. He did. He and he's a guy who is absolutely in this team's plans in some way, shape, or form in a big way going forward. Yeah, he, hopefully he remembers that, you know, and he led the team in interceptions, and you know, he's played well uh, coming from Yale, being a late-round draft pick. Uh, the man has came and just kept his head down, just practiced, practiced hard, worked hard, weight room, did all the things he needed to do in the film room to get ready to play, and when he was when he had the opportunity to play, he was very, very prepared and ready to go out there and play. And hopefully he will remember and look back at the good things that he did this season and not mm -hmm. just let that one play um, get him down because he made a lot of, lot of plays this season. And he needs to hopefully look back on the season and just build off of the good things that he did. And, and he learned from uh, other players and what he learned on the football field, because 
he did have a good season this season. And uh, the young man, uh, you know, the future for him is bright. If he mm -hmm. keeps on building on on this season and keep on learning and getting better, the future for the young man is bright. So uh, hopefully he doesn't take it too hard that uh, of the last play, but just look at the positive and, and move forward from there. I just think back, Bill, to the, the game against Kansas City back in September where he came in after Julian Blackman got hurt. And there yes. was that there was that play. It didn't count because there was a penalty, but there was a yes. play where Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes stepped up in the pocket. He fired a rocket over the middle and Rodney Thomas covered like 25 yards to break up the pass. Yes. And I remember sitting up in my seat and being like, oh, oh, OK. And if that was the only moment he had this season, he'd probably sit back and be like, yeah, Rodney Thomas had a good season for a seventh round pick. He went on to have four interceptions. That's remarkable. The season that is that that is remarkable, and as you said, JJ probably went on and said, "Okay, you know, he this guy has potential. He, you know, he's going to be good. You know, he, he's he'll be a special teams player this year, and he'll be good." But no, that's not what happened. He got an opportunity to play, the opportunity to play in on the defense and make and not just play, but make plays. Uh, when the young man has four interceptions, that says a lot about the young man as a rookie and as a late round draft pick. So. Uh, I expect, you know what, he's 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 kind of set the bar high for himself right now. Uh -huh, yeah. So he kind of have a lot of expectations for him coming into next season as far as what he can do out there on the defensive side of the football for the Colts. Hey, never a problem when you're a rookie and you set a high bar for yourself, right? Yeah, it's never a problem. That's a good thing. That means if you meet that expectation going in, you're playing pretty well for your team. All right, well, that is going to do it for this episode of Colts Instant Reaction here on the Colts Audio Network. Thank you to everyone who listened along with Bill and I all season long. I wish we broke down more wins. Um, yes. <laughs> but we we had fun doing it. Um, I always learn a lot from talking to you, Bill, and uh, we'll be looking forward to doing it again next season. Well, yeah, I look forward to next season because I always get some insight from you, JJ, and uh, the things you, you uh, bring out as far as from stats and just – certain plays you see out there that and certain things you see out there that I don't see out there myself. Uh, so I learned a lot from you and I appreciate it. And also a little insight from the locker room once in a while that you uh, get from the players. It's uh, always helpful and always uh, beneficial and informative. Well, we've really enjoyed doing this podcast. Hope you have enjoyed listening to it. We are not going to stop our coverage of the Colts here on the Colts audio network, even though the 2022 season is over, it is going to be a busy couple of months here in Indianapolis, to say the least. The Colts will have a full coaching search coming up with interviews, and eventually they will hire a new head coach, which means there will be a new coaching staff brought in. Uh, and then it's going to be on to free agency. And then, like I mentioned, Bill, the Colts have the fourth pick in the NFL draft. There's going to be a lot to cover here over the next couple of months, and we will have it all for you here on the Colts Audio Network, the official Colts podcast presented by WinBet. That's not going anywhere. That will be in your feed every single Tuesday going forward. And we'll have uh, plenty of other stuff coming in, one-on-one -on -one interviews. We will have when news breaks. We'll have some episodes of overtime you can look for in your podcast feed as soon as news hits. And again, it's going to be a busy couple of months. It, it almost feels like, Bill, all right, one, one busy season is over, and now the next <laughs> one begins. The uh, next season begins uh, yep. not too uh, not too uh, far in the future. Yeah, I'll take a break in June. It'll be fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. In June. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us here on this episode of Colts Instant Reaction. We'll be back on Colts Instant Reaction in August after the Colts' first preseason game. 
set your calendars or I don't know those games haven't come out yet don't bother doing that <laughs> stick with us here on the Colts Audio Network please remember to rate review and subscribe to us here on the Colts Audio Network so you don't miss an episode of all of our all our stuff coming to you over the next couple of months anyways for Bill Brooks I'm JJ, JJ Stankovitz thank you so much to, for listening to us here on this episode and all the episodes of Colts Instant Reaction this season we will talk to you next time